Live from Gary O'Neill Studios in Baltimore. You're listening to the Sea Plan Do Show. Gary O'Neill. All right, here you go. Keep the check. Damn, this shit flaming. Bad bitch, pardon me, I say what's up Educated, so I put her in a cut I need a girlfriend I need a girlfriend Two hoes and I think I did too much I got two phones and I don't know who to trust I need a girlfriend Dodging bless second maneuvers What's up everybody? What's up? Happy Pod Day! Let's get right to it! Welcome, welcome, welcome to the C Plan Do Show! With me, professional mindset coach, business coach, relationship coach, your favorite coaches, coaches, coach, Mr. Gary O'Neill Jr. And as always, welcome to the C Plan Do Show. I'm so excited for yet another Power Pack podcast. And so today, season four, episode 28, man, we almost done this season. Season four, episode 20, entitled Mailback Time, where I'm diving in to frequently asked questions and questions that you ask me, your favorite life coach, your boy. So without further ado, outside of that, that's our entree of the evening. And then also for the appetizer, hey, the Ravens won. And we're also going to talk about Squid Game. That's the one of the most recent. I want to do a review on that show. Hopefully if you've already watched it. If not, you're going to have to skip past it because we're, getting, we're doing a deep dive into that. Okay. So, without further ado, can I get to my shout-outs? Sure, absolutely. All right, shout-out to my day one A1 listening to me, Cortazone, my familiar, my peeps, my people that look out for me, that ask me, that my OGs for the show, that they say, hey, what about this show? What about, have you had an idea for this topic, that topic? They let me know on how great a show really was or a show that they really liked, that gave me feedback. I need that. Need that. Thank you. First time listeners, if you're listening to me for the first time, thank you. Welcome. Come on in. All right. We have plenty of snacks in the back. Have a seat. Sit back and enjoy the ride. People that are listening to this on your favorite streaming platform or you are watching this in full 1080p, man, you're checking out your your bro. You're checking out your fam, your peeps in 1080p. Your favorite six foot eight life coach, your friend. You're checking them out, man. I appreciate that. So, as like I said, Gary O'Neill Jr. And as always, you think I forgot? As always, if you see me out and about, 
you see me at your, your local Raven game, you see me out here in the streets, please, please, please don't forget the junior. Shout out to Pops. And I am so looking forward to answering some of the questions you have for me. Thank you guys for chiming in. And um, just, I had a questionnaire. So I asked people to chime in and ask me questions. Thank you for your feedback. I appreciate that. All right. So without further ado, can we get to our C Plan Do moment of the week sponsored by Heart Savers Maryland? So right after, after our word from our sponsor, we'll get right to it. Are you looking to get certified in CPR, first aid, or other life-saving skills? Heart Savers Maryland is your premier CPR training facility. Individual and classroom sessions available. Schedule your training at heartsaversmd.com. Each second counts. Get trained today. All right. Your C Plan Do moment of the week is entitled Crate Challenge. Guys, so... This, this actually is on the tail end of the Crate Challenge. I don't even see that many people doing it, uh, but recently I saw someone else do it, but people haven't been doing it as much. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, if you've lived under a rock, you just came home, first welcome home. Um, the Crate Challenge, I don't know how it happened. I don't know who created it. I don't know. All I know is that suddenly people start grabbing 30 to 40 milk crates and stacking them up sort of pyramid style. And the challenge was for you to step on the bottom one, make your way up this pyramid and make your way down this pyramid, this, this you know, this, this, this mountain of, of milk crates. First of all, where are all these milk crates coming from? All right. That, that is a lot of crates. I'm a DJ and I have crates for music and stuff like that. And I've never had that many crates in my life. Um, so that was the purpose, going up the crates, going down the crates successfully. Now, if you've been watching it, you know, oh, it's been a struggle for people. People have been struggling with getting up. They'll get up the crates. And when they get to the, to the top of the crates, when they get to the zenith of the crates, it all comes crashing down. Much to the excitement, the enjoyment of people watching right so if you've seen it you already know what i'm talking about people rarely i've only in all the people that i've watched i've only seen two people ever go up the crates and down the crates so of course in inspirational motivational fashion of course i want to be able to give you my perspective of it the crate challenge so with this crate challenge here's what i want you to think about that some people already know they're going to fall. And that shouldn't be you. So when you're talking about, hey, that I'm diving in, that, hey, I am looking to start this process, that I'm going up the crate and down the crates, that I should be looking to accomplish this goal. If you go into it thinking that, hey, I'm not going to complete it, you're not. One of the other things I noticed is that, hey, you have to be balanced. You have to take your time going up these crates because they're weebling and wobbling. They're moving and shaking. And this is where you need to have faith and patience in yourself. Because I've seen some people not even get to the third line of the crates and just crashing down because they're going at it the wrong way. I saw a person do it with heels successfully. That was one of the people. One person did it in heels. 
So as you're going up these crates, you have to take your time. You have to be balanced. And when you're up there, you have to start putting in the work to make it back down because, oh, it's easy to go up top. It's easy to be at the top. But how are we going to go to the next thing? How are we going to go to the next level? And that's where you see it. Now, one of the other things I want to uh, illuminate, highlight, is that people want you to fall. <laughs> you don't believe me? Go look at the videos. They want you to fall. They have their they have their phone. They have their phone watching you because they know, hey, you're gonna fall. They want you to fall. Some people cheer people on, but most of the people that are they want to cheer them fall because they don't want to see you all. They want to see you crash. And some people, they enjoy seeing people not accomplishing their goal. They enjoy the drama, the, the, the perceived miserableness of not accomplishing your goal, the drama, the issues, the, the anger, the frustration. They want to feed off of that. It's going to be people that are going to cheer you on. But when you have a person that goes up those crates, goes down those crates, when they accomplish it, all that hating goes away. So do you, when you, if you are going to do these crates, go up the crates, be balanced, be focused, and do and focus on each task, each step. And guess what? If you fall, you fall. Check out episode 240, that 243, though. 242 times Howard Schultz, the owner, the founder of, of Starbucks, got turned down. 302 times Walt Disney was told no about his idea for Walt Disney World, for Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Universe, whatever we're going to have at this point. So understand if you fall, dust yourself off and try again. But going into it with a positive mindset, with a can-do mindset, not worrying about the haters, taking your time, relying on your faith and being balanced. That's how you overcome that crate challenge. All right. I'm not going to do it because I just don't want, I'm a grown man. I don't, I don't want to be going up and down crates. I don't want to do that. But if I did, that's what I would do. All right. That's your seat plan do moment of the week crate challenge. Now I really want you to think about what is the crate challenge in your life? Oh, look at that. Come on, Gary. What is the crate challenge in your life? What is something that you know is a mountain of a task is something that you got to go step by step by step. You got to be even keeled. You got to be balanced. And even when you're, you're, you're toppling and you're ready to fall, if you stay balanced and you focus on you, weebles may wobble. Well, they won't fall down. All right. So figure out what your challenge is, your quick challenge that you got to overcome that you got to do. Okay. See, that's why I, I talk about life coaching stuff all the time, motivation stuff all the time, because that's who I am. That's who I am as a person. You don't turn it off. There's no off button. All right. So let's move on to your Greenlight Entertainment song of the week. You know, so right after this brief commercial announcement, you'll hear the wonderful song, the vibes that I'm putting out for the week. Guys, if you are watching this on YouTube, you know, of course, we can't play any music on YouTube like that. But if you look in the details section, you'll see exactly what song is that we played in the intro as well as the song that we played for the week. All right. Coming right at you. 
having a wedding, birthday party, or other social or corporate event. Contact Greenlight Entertainment today with our experienced DJs, quality sound, and professional service. We look to make your event the event. Check us out on the web at www.greenlightentertain.com. With Greenlight Entertainment, you have the green light. trying to get involved I feel like I'm done and don't know where to run People always trying to take a bite out of my mind If you need a fight Maybe we could start I feel like I might just be coming undone Tell me why you can't be found It's so unreasonable I know That was your Greenlight Entertainment song of the week. So let's get to the appetizer, yeah? All right, so let's get to your appetizer. And there's two things that I want to talk about because you'll notice that every every Tuesday that I drop these episodes, that means that either on Sunday or Monday, for the most part, my Ravens have played. And we're going to talk about it here. Here's my opportunity to talk about it. Guess what? The Ravens. One in a thrilling fashion against the Detroit Lions with seconds ticking down. Justin Tucker putting up the kick of the year. World record NFL history made by kicking a 66-yard kick with time expiring to win the game. Now, let me rewind back because it is it was amazing to see that. But I do want to go back and highlight how I feel about the game. It shouldn't have been that damn close, guys. Come on. Ravens, I know you guys are listening to the show. You're a fan of the show. It shouldn't have been that close. Mr. Brown, I cannot refer to that man as Hollywood anymore. Guys, I'm sorry. I love my Ravens, but I'm not calling that man Hollywood anymore for not one, not two, but three drop passes. Sam, you drop one too. You're not exempt. All right? But it shouldn't have been that close. All right, so that's the first part. Now, the drive leading up to Justin Tucker kicking the 66, 66, y'all, 66-yard field goal. You know, you have Lamar scrambling. He gets sacked on the first down, incomplete pass, and guess what? Fourth and 19 makes a dagger of a throw. Boom, we catch it, and then that's what sets up Justin, Mr. Tucker, Legatron. 
All right. If I was going to start an OnlyFans, oh, I can't because somebody would kill me. Uh, if I was going to start an OnlyFans, Legatron would have been my name. But I'm gonna let I'm gonna let uh, um, I'm gonna let Justin get that. I'm gonna let Mr. Tucker get that. He got Legatron firing for sixty six yards. Bang, game over, man. That's that was amazing, right? It bounced off the the uh, the, the the field goal pole. It bounced off the post. Bing, right into the winning circle. Let's go. So I'm, I'm extremely happy that it was a win, but it should not have even been close if 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 Mr. You know, Mr. Brown would have caught one of those passes, one of those touchdown passes, then we would have been we, we just wouldn't have even been a nail biter at the end. The Ravens are raising up my blood pressure, man. I'm eating right. I got a meal plan. I'm working out, man. This anxiety. They got to chill. We got to blow a team out so I can just sit back and relax, eat my carb-free meals, you know, meal planning, you know, meal prepping. You know, they got to chill, man. All right? But that was that was a great game, nail-biter. You know, uh, one of the things, man, if you if you get a chance, go check out some of the, the Detroit Lion fans' reaction to the kick, man, and they were hilarious. I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. You thought you had one. Sorry. You know, maybe next week. All right? But it wasn't going to be this week. Huh? What gonna be this week, huh? <laughs> but those those reactions to that is man, I was I was in tears. All right, so that's of course our Ravens Ravens wrap up, our Ravens report. Oh, that's gonna be the new segment, Ravens report. Hmm? Yeah, I'll think about it. You guys, let me know how you feel about that. All right, so let's talk about uh one of the latest shows I watch. I did watch Clickbait, but I feel like we're sort of past that. You know, it, we let me pull you guys behind the curtain. As far as podcasting, you do want to sort of strike while some, we're really talking about something, and clickbait is gone. My real 10-second review of it is that it was good. It had me all over the place thinking it was the wife, thinking it was the sister, maybe the the only person I didn't feel like it was was the oldest, the oldest son, because he really, really loved his dad, and I didn't feel like he would do anything to just violate that. But it was so many things just all over the place, you know, and then bang. Here it is. If you oh now before I tell you how I feel about the ending, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you have not watched this, you have not watched clickbait. Hey guys, this is where you might want to mute it for the next 30 seconds. All right. Fast forward it, but here we go. The secretary, y'all. Like, nah, man. Like, I was like, I, I couldn't even believe it. I'm like, here she is, not you know, getting caught up in this man's life and and you know, a husband out here playing, you know, playing with trains and just Stand up all late playing the trains and she ain't you know they ain't even really getting it in like that she ain't got no life of her own go get a hobby that that won't result in somebody getting killed but it was a really it was a really you know well who is it this person is that person i really really enjoyed it i like thrillers like that it was really really good so if you haven't watched it go check it out all right Let's get to, uh, again, spoiler alerts are coming. So if you don't want to hear this segment, go ahead and fast forward to the entree. Um, talking about Squid Game. Oh, man. So my my that was a great, 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 very action-filled, very thriller-like, sort of a little bit of horror in it. Not horror like, you know, you know, it was it was it was great. If you had if you like, hey, you don't really you're not really there as far as like you want to watch it, but let me give you the premise of it. If you haven't watched it or you not really care to watch it, is that it's set up in China across the seas. And um, what happens is pretty much they find people 
that there's a contest that you can win millions of dollars. One is their currency there. But here it's like the, the money that we make would be equivalent to like over like 25, 30 million dollars. Right. So every per, all these people that's in the contest, they are signing up because they are, you know, they're down in their luck. So we've, we're, we're seeing all these different people who don't have money, who are at their wits end, who don't have any money. And here's this contest that says, hey, if you get to the end, you win, you win millions of dollars. So all these people that are down in their luck, they do it. And what they don't know is the stakes are so high that if you are, you, you fail to do the task or you fail to complete the game or you lose the game, you die. It's no, oh, thanks for playing. Here's a consolation prize. Consolation prize. You know what the consolation prize is? Clap, clap. You're done. You're out of here. You're a hashtag now. You're on somebody's T-shirt. So we watched this. So my review of this show is like, man, it was great. Red light, green light, off rip. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. So it's such a, you know, it was such a, you know, a very action-packed thriller as they go into these different childhood games. And if you don't pass it, bang, you're dying, you know, and it's so much stuff that was happening internally where there was like people were forming groups and people were fighting each other and killing each other where the sleep area is. And then you're seeing all these backstories, you know, it was such a good show. It was such a good season. This is a season. I thought it was going to be a movie, but it's a season. So you really, really um, get a sense of different characters. One um, character in particular uh, is a cop who's looking for his brother and finds out that his brother is in part, a part of the whole game. And then you see one of the main characters who's down on his luck. You know, his, he doesn't have any money. You know, his daughter is, is, is with his mom. The mom has a, a, a husband. He got all his money, excuse me. And they're going to be moving out of, you know, they're going to the U S all these different things, all these set up for, Hey, these people need money. So I really liked it. I liked some of the, the interesting parts, like one, you could vote to be out of this. So people just voting like, oh, we can go home. And then people came right back. That was a crazy thing because they came back and they was like, hey, I need this money. So they were able to vote if you if you're not watching the show and you, you know, at this point, if you're watching this, this review and you don't care about the show. But just there was one point where in the policies and the rules that if if the majority of people voted to not do the game, they would just send people back. So everybody, so they voted, they were able to get it. People went back and then they said, hey, if you want to come back, here's an opportunity. A lot of people came back because they needed that money. So it was so good as far as some of the ins and outs, you know, the action, you know, the games. I even played red light, green light with my kids like the, that weekend. I was like, oh, but I ain't going to, you know, eliminate them. But it was it was great. It's a great action movie to check out. The only thing I did not like about the movie, and I'm pretty sure you'll agree with me, is the ending. Of course, it sets it up. I think that we're going to see a season two. We should see a season two because I'm pretty sure a lot of people watch this show because Netflix is already saying this is the number one show to watch, you know, number one ranked show to watch. So I'm pretty sure they're already going to start putting in money. The only thing I didn't like was the ending. And the ending was, hey, he gets, you know, uh, the main character, he wins. He has to like fight one of his childhood friends and, you know, he winds up dying. So he gets all this money. He doesn't even really spend it. Then we find out that the older, it was an older gentleman that was in the show. You know, one of the characters, one of the contestants was really a part of it. And he just wanted to feel alive. 
you know, go, go, go bike riding or something. But he was really a part of it. The only thing I didn't like about the show was he won this money. I get that he didn't want, I didn't, I get that he didn't spend the money. You know, I, I understand. He took care of like the little kid whose sister died. I get that. He did that. All those things great. But that man is a father. And he was on the plane to go see his daughter who had constantly let down, constantly felt disappointed. And as a man, I was like, man, I, I, I can relate. As a father, you want to make sure you do everything for your children. So I disagree with the idea that this man has done all these things. He's kept his daughter in his mind. You know, she's about, she's actually now in the U.S. And then he turns around, he gets the plane ticket. He got all this money. He's ready to show up. And he disappoints her again. Like, he turns around to try to overthrow the game. No, nah, man, I wouldn't have done that. I would have been like, all right, I got the money. Now, when I came back, all right, bet. Then I would have did it. But for him to turn around, they should have at least let him go. And then maybe he was there. And then maybe when he was there, he had a change of thought, you know, a change of heart and came back. But for him to not even go, like to disappoint her again, I, I didn't agree with that. So let me know how you felt about the show. I really like it. I look, I, they're going to have to do a season two. They, they're going to have to because we can't have him turn around with now he's a redhead. And now he is going back to fight. You know, I, 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 it's too many questions that are there. So let me know how you felt about the show. I really liked it. Two thumbs up. You know, I'm, I'm giving it two thumbs up. I just didn't like the ending, but you know, I get it. So now we're going to, you know, hopefully they, they, they roll that out soon, but I really like the show. Let me know how, what your thoughts were in the comments, in this comment section below. If you're on social media, if you're following me on social media, please make, please make sure you one like share and subscribe to this channel but you can go on all social media platforms and let me know how you felt about the, the show. How you felt about the show. What are your likes? What you didn't like? Who did you think was going to win? We go from there. So it was good. All right. So that's your appetizer of this episode. Season season four, episode 20, mailbag time. All right. And your appetizer is sponsored by Lalone Clothing. You can get official merch of the show every time. Now I know because of the camera angles, you may not be able to see like the shirt I have on. This one says, To Sabe's Las Vibras. That means you know the vibes. That's actually going to be one of the episodes leading up to probably the season finale where I do this chip challenge, which, you know, with this chip challenge, you know, you, some of you guys want me to do it. Sometimes you don't want me to do it, but I'm doing it. Got to get my million views somehow. But um, you can always check out, uh, you can get official show shirts, apparel of the show, as well as shirts and apparel that fit your vibe. So check them out at laloneclothing.com. That's L-A-L-O-N-E clothing.com that website again is la l-o n-e clothing.com lalone clothing get get your stuff today get something today get, treat yourself treat yourself all right so let's get to uh and, and of course you know if you've been watching the show you're listening to more than one of these episodes you know i ain't here to hold you all right especially if i'm running solo dolo we are efficient af on this show so i'm getting in and getting out dropping off those juice because you got stuff to do you got stuff to do. You got to help with your kids' homework. All right. You got a mile to run. You got a lap to do. You got some workout to do. You got to get yourself right. So I want to make sure you get all this information. We have such a great time. And that way you go about your day. You go about your morning, your afternoon, or your evening. That's what I'm here for, right? All right. So season four, episode 20, mailback time on the Sea Plan Do Show. We are jumping in right to mailback. So I want to make sure I pull that up. So 
one, thank you guys so much for just chiming in and just, and, you know, just being able to uh, ask me questions. And some of these questions might have been longstanding questions as well as questions that you said, hey, Gary, I want to know about this. Or, hey, here's something that I wanted to talk about. So I wanted to make sure I brought that up. So first one that I have here, the first one is, let me pull up my phone. It says, I want to be happy. How can I be happy? Oh, I like that one. That's great. That's great. Okay, so let's go over that, all right? So the first thing is you can be happy. Now, when people talk about being happy, you have to be clear about what that happiness is, all right? Because if you say, I want to be happy, what does happiness mean to you? I can't tell you what happiness means, what happiness looks like to you, you have to answer for yourself, you know, how can I be happy? Simply by being happy. So step one is identifying that happiness. What makes you happy? Write a list of things that make you happy. Write a list. And then once you write that list on how I can be, how you can be happy, then start doing things in the list. Take something out of the list that you really wanted to do or that's something that you know would really make you happy and then take that one and then start putting stuff together for it. All right. Being happy is an effort. It takes time. It takes skill. It takes energy to do it. All right. Being happy <clears throat> has to come intrinsically. And what I mean is, as I talked about previously, you have intrinsic goals and you have extrinsic goals. Intrinsic is internal. Internally, what makes you happy? Not external. Because then you'll be in the wind, you'll be flowing anytime, you know, any circumstance arise, you're happy, you're sad. But just being internal, I'm not saying that things don't happen that can maybe change your behavior or, or you may you may not necessarily be the happiest at that moment. But choose to be happy. And that means identifying what makes you happy. And then once you identify what makes you happy, then put a plan together to accomplish those things that make you happy. That's it. That's for you. If the universe brought you to you, brought me to you, or brought you to me for the first time, and your thing was, man, I'm not happy, then I ask you, what makes you happy? Now, sometimes when I have clients and I say, well, what makes you happy? They may not know. Now, watch this. What they will tell me is what don't doesn't make them happy. And if that's you, I want you to reverse it. I want you to sort of pivot. I want you to move. And I want you to think, if you tell me what doesn't make you happy, then you can tell me what makes you happy. If you say, I, I'm not happy when I'm broke, then what it means is if we flip it, if we take our SpongeBob SquarePants spatula and we flip that bad boy, what you're telling me is that, hey, I don't like when I'm not financially stable. Mm, you see what I did there? I, I'm happiest when I'm accomplishing. I'm not happy because I'm not doing anything. Then what that means is, hey, I am happy when I am completing the goals I have for myself. I'm not happy because I'm not in a relationship. Again, a relationship should not define you as your happiness for a person. As I've talked about in first season of this, of these, 
uh, of me and my career. I like to equate happiness to one of my favorite cereals, Captain Crunch. When Captain Crunch first came out, all you had was the original. Then, of course, they came out with peanut butter. They came out with all these different things. But I want you to I want to highlight this. They came out with Crunchberries and Captain Crunch with Crunchberries is amazing. In that analogy, let me break this down to you. You, your happiness is the original Captain Crunch, and it's already there. The Crunchberries is other things that can add to your happiness, but at no point should they be the sole thing for your happiness. Hopefully that makes sense to you. So I'm happy that I have this studio. I'm happy that I have a platform that, I, that is growing, that people really enjoy it, and I've really enjoyed doing. All right? I'm happy with the relationships I have. I'm happy with the friends, the people, the people that love me and care for me. I'm happy with accomplishing my goals. But at the end of the day, it's always me. It's always me. I'm going to make myself happy. My children add to my happiness. Me making more money adds to my happiness. But if I don't make more money, then I still can choose to be happy. Happiness does not come from favorable conditions. Favorable conditions come from you being happy. Clearly, we know that money does not make people happy because people have a lot of money and are not happy. I'm not saying that if somebody want to drop one million on me right now, I'm not going to be happy. Heck yeah. Matter of fact, should I leave my cash app? Or if you are one of those angel investors, hey man, hit me up directly. I can send you my information. We can, we can work on the happiness with that. <laughs> okay. But if we, if you leave it up to external things to make you happy, then you'll always be, <laughs> you'll always be in the wind. You'll always be out here. You'll always be looking for the next thing to make you happy, man. Forget that. Somebody leaves you today, it's heartbreak is a real thing, but hey, you can still be happy. So be that original, Captain Crunch. Be the original. Your, your, your happiness should be internal. No matter what's happening at your job, no matter, no matter what, no, I don't know, I'm sorry. No matter what's happening with your spouse, no matter what's happening anywhere, you are remaining happy. That's it for that. Okay. That was such a great question. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. All right. Question number two. Is life coaching real? Is it therapy? And why do I need a coach? I, I like that. That was a pretty, you know, one of those frequently asked questions. All right. One, life coaching is real. It, it is. Re I, I'm real. Yeah, I'm real. So it is real. Now, life coaching is just simply a avenue, a process for you to accomplish your goals. As a life coach, I am a person that helps you manifest your heartfelt desires and goals, help you get from dreams, your dreams, your goals, your fixings, that what you really, really want, and let's make it a reality. That's it. And life coaching is a process. So, yes, it's plenty of people who have life coaches. All right. Please ask any of my former clients or current clients how they feel, and they'll tell you they feel freaking amazing. All right. Is it therapy? It's not therapy. And I think sometimes people think that, hey, life coaching is therapy. It's not therapy at all. I am not a therapist yet. But as please, if you feel as though you need a therapist, please, please, please get a therapist. 
We love, as a life coach, I love therapists. I partner with therapists. I love therapy. I love therapists. Please, please, please go get therapy. All right? And a lot of times my clients who have a therapist, they also have me. So we're tag team back again. We are tag teaming this person. Okay, because here's a a pretty big difference in most of the the idea of of life coaching versus therapy. Life coaching is uh, let's start with therapy. Therapy, for the most part, is problem oriented, which means that they are focusing on the origin story to where, hey, how did we get here? And you should know how you got here. So they're problem oriented. They we get to the how did we get here? How did this happen? Right. Identifying where in your life this this changed. Therapy is amazing. Life coaching is solution oriented where we are focusing on the here and now. We are Luther Vandross here and now. That's all you get. That's all you get for the season. I don't know how many times I've sung, but, you know, let me know if anybody can tell me how many times I've sung in this on these in the season. You would have free T-shirt. But. Here and now, we deal with right now, what needs to happen now. And so those are two different dynamics, but I'm not a therapist. You may have coaches. I have coaches. I have clients who, who coaches who've been under me who are already therapists and they're just adding life coaching as another joy, another weapon, not a weapon, but adding another piece in their repertoire to be able to help you. But no, it's not therapy. And why do you need a coach? I, I'd offer it to this to you. Most people like, Earlier today, I saw a woman break the world record for doing deadlifts, and she had a coach. If you look at the NFL, you'll see trainers, you'll see nutritionists, you'll see all these different people, and so they have a coach. And sometimes we can't do it ourselves. Now, you do the work yourself, but as a coach, I'm here to help you. All right, I'm here to help you get from A to B to C to Z. If you have issues, concerns, you have goals you want to accomplish, you want to overcome fear, you want to stop negative thinking over minimize stress or any of those things, I'm here to help you. Your life coach is here to help you. So, yeah, you need a coach. I've had a coach. And listen, having a life coach is not about us fixing your life. People think that, oh, is it fixing my life? No, it's not about fixing your life. It's about us assisting you and putting together a strategy of success for your life. That's what we do. We ask the right questions. I want to be happy. What does happiness mean to you? I am in a toxic relationship. Okay. Does this align with what you want? What is your ideal? What is your ideal relationship look like? And does this line up with it? What are you willing to do? What are your commitments? What obstacles are getting in your way? All those wonderful things. So that's why you need a coach because we can help you out, get where you get you to the next level if you need assistance. Some people need a little nudge, like a little nudge, and then they already, they're out of here, right? They are going at a rocket pace. Some people need a push. And we're here to help you, whether it's a nudge, it's a push, gentle reminder, somebody can hold you accountable. That's what we do. Okay. All right. That was a great question, too. All right, number three. Okay, I'm feeling depressed. I'm not accomplishing my goals. Now, here's what I would say when someone says they're feeling depressed. Depression is a clinical term. And I think that, you know, you can talk to the therapist that you know, that I think that people use the idea of depression as they toss it around a little too light. 
Okay. Depression is over a series of time and not, not to say that you can't be sad about something, but depression is a more of a clinical thing. And what I've noticed in my career that people that come to me that say, Hey, I'm depressed. It's not to say that they're not sad. It's not to say that they might not be on the verge of depression, but ultimately they're sad because of what they're not accomplishing their goals. So again, then it's time to take back. So if you are feeling sad because you're not getting it done, then you need to sit down and say, what is it that I need to do? And then once you identify what you need to do, then you need to, again, put a plan together on accomplishing those goals. Because every person, every client that I've ever had that has said, oh, I'm depressed. I'm not completing my goals. Oh, I'm not getting stuff done. I'm like, well, why do you feel this way? Oh, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm not getting all of those things. I'm, it's not happening for me. But then we talk about, okay, well, what needs to happen for this to happen to you? Right. What what do you want? I want more money, but yet you have not looked for another job. I want to be happy, but you haven't identified what happiness means to you. And then you seek it out. You're in a poor relationship, but yet you have not left. You have not talked to this person about how you feel. So that's what it is. So it may not necessarily now, of course, I've had clients who've actually been depressed, but a lot of times people confuse being sad, maybe one day or two days over actually being depressed because they're not accomplishing their goals. When you start doing stuff for you, you feel better. That is facts. If you start working on you, you start doing things for you, your body will release chemicals to reward you doing stuff for you. That's facts. That's facts. All right. So understand that if you're feeling sad, if you feel like you're depressed, if you feel like this has been a long time, and you've been feeling like this way for a long time, please seek out therapy, please. But also take a take an inventory of what you're doing. Why do I feel like this is because a I'm either doing something that's not pleasing me or B, I'm not doing things that are pleasing me. Feel me? Make sense? Yeah, of course it does. All right. So start working on you. Take an inventory from you. You don't have to, you don't always have to do everything for everybody else. And then you leaving yourself with scraps. You deserve a full meal, a full meal of you getting what you want. Those fixings, those things that you want, those things that you need, those things you desire, those things that will make you happy. Doing things make you happy. If you don't believe me, go to the gym, even if on your worst day, go to the gym, work out. See how you feel you and get out. Your body will reward you for that. Your mind will reward you for that. Nobody's saying that you got to complete a, a huge goal in a day. You can, but you can start. I've had plenty of clients the first day say, oh, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. And I'm like, all right, let's start today. And then they just feel amazing because they're doing something. I am a person that will say, do it. You, This is the first time watching this show and you need a sign. Guess the hell what? Do it. Do it now. Start now. I want you to, if you, if this is your first time watching the show or you needed this message, here's what I want you to do. I'm going to, I'm going to put it up on the show. You need to take two minutes after the show ends. When you see the, when you see the end screen pops up and it tells you to go hit the like button. And I want you to take a piece of paper out and I want you to write down something that needs to happen. I want you to start rocking. I want you to take two full minutes to start making it happen. See how you feel. Get back to me on that.
All right. And number four, mailback time. Season four, episode 20 on the Seaplane You Show. I'm trying to date. Here we go. I already know. I'm trying to date, but this beep is for the birds. Sometimes I got to paraphrase what y'all saying because y'all a little savage. But this beep is for the birds. I feel like giving on giving up on dating. Help. All right. Let's go with that first. All right. So as far as dating, right, just understand that in reference to dating. It's a process, right? The first step is making sure you are right. Let's just go over this really quickly. And I had and please check out a previous episode, um, Jumping in the Dating Pool with the amazing Jacob Lucas as we went over that. Um, The first thing is making sure you're right. Are you ready to date? Because sometimes people want to get out of a relationship and they feel like the best way to get to get over it is to be under somebody else and start getting in the dating pool. That has never freaking worked. Stop. Don't jump into the dating pool. Make sure you are ready. So if you are going into it at stringing right off of a separation, of a divorce, of a heartbreak, or something's going on with you, you got emotional baggage that you know you need to go to therapy for, but you think that I'm going to solve it or that another person's going to solve it? Hell no. Take inventory for yourself and make sure. Am I good today? Let me say this a long time ago. I had a person that I was friends with and she wanted to take it to the next level. But in our conversation, she had a lot of real things going on with her. And when she really made some signs, I said, hey, you know, right now, I just feel like you, you know, you wouldn't be ready. She's like, oh, I am ready. I am ready. And I asked her, "Would are you ready for me to date you? She said, absolutely. What's up? And I said, cool. I said, but are you ready to date me? She said, what does that mean? I said, are you ready to date me? Because I see that you have these things that are a big problem for you right now that's affecting you every day. How would you? Date me when you have these things and you don't have time because you're still dealing with these things. How would you date me? And she got upset. The hell? See, people want you in going into the dating pool. They want you to solve their problems. Heck no. No. You solve your own problems. People can assist you. Remember the crunch berries? They can be crunch berries, but you need to solve your own problems. So make sure that you are, 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 are in the inventory for yourself, that you're checking that self-inventory, making sure you're good to date. Once you do that, identify what you want. And some people say, well, that's superficial. No, it's not. Identify what you physically like. What do you like? People are like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Yes, the hell it does. Stop lying. Okay? You don't have to have a type, but you do know what you find attractive or not. So list those things. It could be physically. You can list those things that you like, as well as also identifying, hey, what do I want in this person? All right, I, let's cultivate this person. Let's do a build a person, build a man, build a woman, build a he, she, they, whatever. Let's build this person ideally. And then when you're dating, you have an opportunity to go out and date. When you're dating, there you go. Understand that when you're dating, if you were to meet the person the first time and this is the person they get married, that that's very unlikely, but it had, does happen. If it does happen because you watch the show and you put your formula together, you put your list together of who you want and you found that person and you guys hit it off and you guys get married, invite me to the wedding. Matter of fact, hire me to DJ the wedding. I could be the efficient. I could DJ. And also I need two slices of cake, not one, two. Okay. 
but that could happen. But identifying, making sure you're good, going into it, making sure you identify what you want, right? And then go into it with a purpose, okay? And when you're dating, understand that every person that you date may not be for you. There are people who are playing games. There are people who are playing games. There are people that want to, you know, they want to, to have sex very early. That may not be for you. There are people that just want to go out and have fun and just, you know, maybe they just want to go out and get free meals. Okay, that's that's that person too. But understand that take your time getting to know this person and going from there. Because people are saying that stuff is for the birds because they're coming off across situations. It is a lot of people who are playing games. Your job is to weed through. The great thing about online dating or meeting or talking to someone on the phone is that time will help you. See, people don't want to have that time. Time will help you, man. Time will help you. So it's your job to say, okay, hey, let me make sure. Let me talk to this person. Let me ask them those critical questions. What are your triggers? Hey, what do you like? All those different things, things that you need to know. Then maybe you could just set up going out on a date, get to know people. But we're so fast, fast, fast. Hey, hey we want to learn. We want to date. We want to do all these things. Hey, man, take your time. And don't let the, it's easy to be frustrated if you try to date two people and it didn't work out, right? But just understand it happens. Utilize social media, utilize dating apps because as a person, you can easily swipe right or swipe left already off of what they said on their profile or how they look. That helps you out. I remember that um, a long time ago, we were hiring for a position at our job. So they had me on a panel of interviewing people and it was like 30 people that applied for the position. And a lot of people just, just did, wasn't able to effectively answer the questions, you know, right. Not about being appropriate, but just not, they didn't know the information. They didn't know anything. And I was like, dang, man, I, I, I thought that maybe we weren't giving them enough information. And the secretary was like, here's the letter that we send them. And I read the letter and I was like, wait a minute. If the person took time to read this letter, then they would know the answer to these questions. So the second half of it, I was like, oh, as soon as somebody let me know they don't know the answers, I'm not, no, we're not hiring. Out of 30 people, we got down to two. I asked this person a question that wasn't even on our questionnaire list, and he got it. He nailed it. I was like, oh, this is the guy for me. We, This is the guy. He was there. We were already prepared to welcome him. And guess what? In his past, something happened, and we couldn't choose him, so we had to pick somebody else. And now she's been absolutely amazing. But at the end of the day, you can go through, you can try to date 10 people and it not work out, right? But take your time. Make sure you're good. Identify what you want. And hey, this is your big brother talking. Those red flags that you see in the beginning are going to be there in the end. So stop trying to act blind to the red flags. Listen to what somebody's telling you. So if, if they if you say, well, hey, I'm looking for a long-term relationship, what are you looking for? Well, I am, you know, I am um, you know, I'm just trying to see what's out here. Translation not trying to look for a long-term relationship. And if you feel like somebody's playing games, ask them directly. And if they they can't give you specific answers, move on. You ain't got to waste time. This is an application to your being with you, to partnering, all right? So make sure that you bring whatever you bring to the table, talk to them, make sure you communicate, see how they're operating and going from there. And you can still do all that and this person still suck, okay? But it's seven billion people on the planet and i'm just saying hey just take your time date put yourselves in those opportunities to date and we go from there hopefully that helped
All right. But don't be ignoring those red flags. Talk about you. You're not at six flags. All right. They you you seeing things. I had a person that um, they were dealing with somebody. And one of the things was um, they had children. And they didn't have a schedule. So I said, hey, well, ask them about their schedule. They got so defensive. And I was like, oh, that's a flag right there. They got so defensive. Like, oh, you don't have to worry about that. We good over here, da-da-da. And couldn't actively just communicate that. No, no, no. We're not doing that. So be intentional about your dating. Ask the right questions. Go from there. If you need some help with that, I got you. Okay? All right. Thank you guys for those questions, those frequently asked questions, those questions in the mailbag. I greatly appreciate it. And that brings us to the end of the show. As always, you can check out each and every episode dropping weekly on Tuesdays. Unless something happens on Tuesday. But most, but 99.9% of the time, they always drop on Tuesday. All right, check out each and every episode. If this is your first time watching or you want to get caught up, you can always check my uh, website out. Go to cplanetdshow.com. All right, I'm on all social media platforms, so let's connect. All right, if you are looking to be a guest on the show, you can say, hey, I like this vibe. You want to look at promotional opportunities, drop me a line. Let me know straight up. Let's communicate. Let's partner. Let's connect. Let me know about your goods, your services, what you're offering for our community. Get on this show. All right, get on the show. It's lit over here. Okay? And last but certainly not least, thank you for being a part of this show. Support, support, support is so amazing to me. That's one. That's my love language. Our acts of service is a love language for me. So you just taking time out to watch the show. You show me love, and I appreciate that. Please let me know I can show you love. All right? You are the best part of the show, and I sincerely mean that. All right? So until we see each other again, because we'll see each other, okay? Until we talk again because we're going to talk i know you're going to tell me how you feel about the squid show the squid game i know you're going to let me know how you felt about the song of the week i know you're going to let me know how you feel about those mailback questions and guess what if you have more questions put them in below we'll have part two of it and until we share those special special moments again